Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
I'm recording it on. West is woke. Well, I can hardly hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, so... I'm going to go live on my other phone because that one kicks up a little bit more power as far as the Facebook Live. But yeah, what was you talking about, man? Thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Now, what you what was going on out here in these streets with this gang stuff, man? Well, everybody was Um, there was a recent uh, interview with Nicky and um, he was talking about gangbanging, and he said, yeah, man, they was at a gas station, and they left, and uh, uh, that's where they used to kick it back all the time, and somebody rolled by and bust, and they bust back, and he said everybody went to jail, and he had just left or something to that effect. Um, and, um, and he said, man, he said, man, people's getting caught up, and, and with these privatized prison systems that they have now, um, they're really going in on forcing them to the police departments actually to have quotas. They could be sued for not keeping a certain amount of people into the prisons because they, when they open the prisons up, they promise them they'll keep them filled. So it's a business. So locking us up is a business. So um, a lot of a lot of people who are gangbanging are starting to get jobs and, and, and starting to, you know, being forced to do different things because. It's over with for the dope spots. They know, I mean, the dope spots are like on a super decline, you know, where you got to worry about the battle ram and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man, I, man, the average person can't even find a bag of weed no more. The, the dispensaries took it over, legalized it, even though the majority uh, people who profit from that business is not uh, African American, only like think about three percent. But that's something that uh, I like about that one program that uh, y'all was telling me about where they're trying to actually help people get their licenses and uh, uh, create more uh, black-owned uh, marijuana dispensary uh, legally, you know, helping people with their uh, legal. Um, what was the name of that program? Uh, I think it's called Kush or something like that, uh, Indica. Indica. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, you know, and uh, there is a lot of black dispensaries uh uh, opening up, and um, let me uh, be right back. All right, all right. Yeah, he was talking about he was just talking about how uh, gangs are like kind of like slowing up. People getting a little bit more mature because of the legalization of uh, marijuana out here in Los Angeles is just taking over. It's like they're actually hiring criminals to be weed sellers. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 it's, it's, it's it's okay, you know what I mean, for what's going on. You know, it's all legal. So a lot of crime is going down, you know what I'm saying? And that's what he's speaking about, that people are noticing that uh, 
gangs is kind of like leaving the community. You know what I'm saying? Because of the uh, actually the ratio of the nationalities um, that's occurring. You know, for different that's so many different nationalities. Like on my street, it's probably three African American families uh, on my street. You know what I'm saying? So, what is that saying? And, and the rest, maybe with the other 20 homes, is different um, nationalities that, you know, you have to say hello in different languages. Um, that's just what, what L.A. is about, just like Compton. Compton ratio of uh, Latino, I think, is 68 69%. You know what I'm saying? They even have a kind of like a high ratio of Caucasians in um in Compton, I think it's like 7% Caucasian, 10%, 11% Caucasian. And, you know, that's counting industrial and residential businesses that they are uh, have out there, you know. So we always underestimating the, uh, the ratio of how many people live in these different cities. Um, I want to talk about how many people that was out here and two thousand was it nineteen ninety five? No, nineteen oh five. Why is so much homelessness out here? This is some of the things I have been learning uh, the last say three months. What happened was in nineteen. Oh, my daughter called him, but I can't answer that phone. In nineteen oh five, they used to live high. In the skyscrapers, you know what I mean. People used to live high in a high up, you know, downtown LA. And they was going high in the air, so the population, the population that they had accounted for, was four million people back in 1905 because they was just building Los Angeles. So the plan that they actually had in 1905 was the plan that they had now for 40 million people. So that put us back almost a hundred, a hundred and thirteen years on living on a plan that they have to change now. That we have to change probably in the next fifty years to a hundred years. So that's why it's a lot of homelessness and and because it's overpopulated twenty times than it was a hundred years ago, and it was still, and the same people. Because think about it, nineteen oh five. So have those people that's running and dictating and the emissaries of our community is based as 60, 70, 88, 90 years old. I mean, I'm just saying Maxine Waters is 88, 89 years old. A lot of uh, Alan Shaw, I'm just, I'm just speaking, this certain uh, Congress people is old, older. You know, it's 2018. I'm talking about 19... 05 when they did the the uh the audit count of how many people they was developing Los Angeles for. So now they recognize that why is so much homeless because they was now they're getting prepared to over as far as the overdraw of the population population of the people in these different cities now. So they might have a little little nice little plan, a little nice idea on how they can fix the problem. And that's great that somebody actually pull up a little type of knowledge and recognize really one of the issues of the situation. 
So being that said, uh, let's 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 break the cycle of hunger. You know what I'm saying? That's what we got to do. Got to break the cycle of hunger, and how we do that is by offering somebody a meal or finding out who's hungrier. A lot of kids go to school hungry. For those who are teachers, you know what I'm talking about because a lot of students are very grumpy in the morning. It's hard to deal with kids that's hungry. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard to deal with kids that's hungry. That's They're very dysfunctional. They can't focus. You know what I'm saying? And I know your teachers out there know what I'm speaking about. So do any of you teachers out there have any snack for the kids? And when they come to class, you have a cookie or something or a piece of fruit for them. Uh, I advise that. I mean, I don't know if you're allowed to give your students uh, things like that, but I know there's a lot of kids that go to school hungry um, in the morning because a lot of parents, Either sometimes just don't have time or a parent just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? One of those parents that just basically uh, don't think it's important for their kid to uh, put something on their stomach. So uh, uh, there's a little note out there. Uh, let's let's see if somebody can uh, help somebody eat. <laughs> you hear that? Help somebody eat. Did I say that right? So like I say, this is Compton Policy System with Renzo Elvis Murphy. We live. Oh, y'all like my little shirt, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's the opposite. I have to turn it the other way, but you know how these cameras are. So I just want to represent tonight Compton Politics, breaking under the cycle of hatred. That's what it's about. You got to break That's what I said, breaking, breaking under the cycle of hunger so I can change it to hunger. You know what I mean? Because, hey. I be hungry, too, sometimes. You feel me? I'm always hungry because I'm a hungry man. Hungry for money, hungry for breath, hungry for life. So I don't know what's up with my boy got off the line, but we were speaking about our gangs decreasing. You know what I'm saying? Or increasing. What are they doing? So... I don't plan on being on there long tonight. I don't know who this is. Who is this? What's up, Christina Burrell? What's up, Stacy Moore? What's up, Askia? Askia? Carol? Kimberly? Robinson? Thank y'all for tuning in. You know what I mean? So, I know y'all got some stories out there. I don't know. Uh, I thought maybe the, the Galaxy Chief would have been on tonight. What's up with um, Chachilla went off this weekend? Who was that? Let me see. Who was that on there? Okay, let me see. All right. What's up? What's up? What's up? My boy back. What's up? The West is woke. Joe Knowledge is on the line. So, yeah, I'm at I'm at work right now, so excuse me if I cut in and out. Well, it's all good. Um, I appreciate you calling in, man. Um, you know, there's been a lot of things going on out here that that I feel that uh, 
a lot of people are hiding. And they don't want to talk about a lot of different types of things. Everything been kind of quiet, though. You know what I mean? I mean, what's really going on? I really haven't been watching the news or anything like that. You feel me? So I really, I mean, I'm kind of positive, but I kind of didn't kick back away from all that old politics stuff lately. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of lost tonight with this. I'm stuck on words tonight. Well, lately they've been talking about Syria because they've been bombing the mess out of Syria. And I've, I've been kind of staying away from it because it's so sad, you know, some of the images that they're bringing back, you know, with all the kids and stuff that's that's being, the innocent victims that's being um, perpetrated on in there. And then at the same time, they're flirting with war with Russia and China and all these other places right now behind the whole conflict with Syria. So, you know, that's what that's supposed to be all the attention grabber right now is what's going on in Syria and possibly a World War Three between uh, U.S., Russia, and uh, I guess Japan and uh, North Korea, if I'm not mistaken. So you saying this, so you saying this a World War Three going on right now? No, it's just like supposedly it's like on the borderline of that because of what's going on in Syria. And okay. and our and our meddling in Syria, shooting bombs and stuff into Syria, and 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 they've been threatening to step in on us. And when they did that, they said the next day or that same day that Trump unleashed more bomb or missiles at them. So I don't know how true that is, but I, I remember hearing uh, seeing something to that effect. But and then I've been seeing all these different clips about all these bombs being landed over there. So I guess he did do that. So. Uh, and then, as I said, they threatening about, you know, going to war with us behind it. So I don't know if it's just all a big distraction, you know. So I just kind of keep grounded with the regular things that's going on. Right, right, right. So it goes out of our hands, really. So do you think America's going to go to war? Uh, I don't know. I really can't. I, I don't think so myself. And if it do, um, 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 you know, uh, I would be surprised. Um, but at the same time, I would feel feel that it was some type of double agent motive to it, if, for lack of better words. You know how you say a double agent? You know, it's always seemed like it's this motive, but it'd be another motive. Right. Right. Well, so I'm always curious to when they shove stuff down my throat, like what's the motive behind it? Especially when I'm always hearing people that travel out of out of out of out of the country, they always say the the news over there is different from the news over here. You know, uh, right. even when people that I meet from other countries, you know, they was like, "Well, we being told one thing, and then over here we being told another." So, you know, the propaganda war machine is in full effect. So, trying to decipher between what's real and what's not sometimes is challenging. Yeah, that's the whole challenging thing about what's going on because, you know, I've talked to a lot of people in different countries and from other countries, and I always ask them, what do they think about what we go, what goes on out here, over here in America? You know, it's like even asking my brother, you know, he's over in New Zealand. And when I talk to him sometimes, and this, you know, talking to my homeboy over there in um, Singapore, you know, how he was on the other week, a couple of weeks ago, how he was saying, you know, uh, man, it's just crazy what other people think what black people go through over here in America. You know what I mean? Um, 
you'll be surprised at who's really supporting and know how strong we are for us to just stay alive over here and deal with the dictation and the am- adversariness, you know what I'm saying? With all these adversaries able to uh, – did you hear – did you hear that guy, I think he was a, um, a Trump's advisor, and you know, you know how – you can go back to some of my shows when I was speaking about uh, America finally having uh, the first American gangster president. If you can really say that when I say that, well, I think one of those guys wrote a book, and, and it's out now. And actually, um, what's happening is the dude admits that he's running the government like the mafia. You know what I'm saying? He said he's not, he don't think he's incompetent as far as being psycho, but he said he showed, he showed down it's fit to be a mobster and run America like a mob. And ain't too much difference than the mafia and this government, because uh, uh, the mafia they would they would make uh, they would make you pay rent or have your business there, or they'll send their goons to come get you. Where the government make you pay your taxes where you have your business, or they'll send their goons goons to come get you. <laughs> no right, matter what, they will come get check you. Check this out. Check this out. Executive branch criminal activities by presidential administration. Years in office. Trump, one. Criminal indictments, 17. Criminal convictions, five. Prison sentence, question mark. Obama, years in office, eight. Criminal indictments, zero. Criminal convictions, zero. Prison sentence, zero. Bush, eight years in office, 16 indictments, 16 convictions, nine. Prison sentences, nine. Clinton, eight years in office. Two two criminal indictments, one criminal conviction and one prison sentence. Bush, four years in office, one criminal indictment, one criminal conviction, one one prison sentence. Reagan, eight years in office, 26 criminal indictments, 16 convictions, and eight uh, prison sentences handed out. Carter, four uh, years in office, one indictment. One criminal conviction, no, no, one indictment, no conviction, and no years in prison. Four, 2.4 years in office, one criminal indictment, one criminal conviction, one prison sentence. Uh, Nixon, 5.6 years in office, 76 criminal indictments, 55 criminal convictions, and 15 year, uh, 15 prison sentences handed out. Wait a minute. So what you're saying is Obama is the only president that never been indicted, never been charged with uh, shenanigans, never been caught up in some propaganda. And you in, that list, in that list, Trump, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Reagan, Carter, Ford, Nixon. Daddy Bush, Junior Bush, you know. All of them. Ford, Nixon, Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Obama, Trump, out of them. Wow. That's that's a trip. I don't know if anybody even knew any of that right there, any of that information. You know what I'm saying? Because we we, don't, we need to do our research about who the real criminals are, and that shows you that every every president that was president was a criminal as being a president. They made more crimes and did commit more crimes as in running our country than a three time striker in the streets that did the same crime in the streets. 
but none of those presidents ended up in prison. And that, you know, that might be another show because I never actually had a chance to actually, you know, investigate and read that type of uh, information about the tracking of the criminalization of our presidents as a president and how they get away with this propaganda. You know what I'm saying? You know what? And that's, you know what? And that's beyond propaganda. That's beyond the propaganda part. That's like a, 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 as they say, genocide. That's more of a part of the other part of a genocide situation that make genocide happen because in order to fix genocide, right. Genocide. Um, in order to fix mess up, what was that back there laughing? See, that's what I'm saying. That's why black folks have problems now. They laugh at each other. They laugh at each other. See, that's why this brother on the radio right now helping the brother out. Oh, my God. Hey, did you, guys hear, uh, did, you guys, did you guys hear about the two dudes that got arrested at th- uh, Starbucks? Yeah, what's up with that? What was up with that? What, what, what do you, what do you, what was your, what do you think of that? I never, I've seen it on YouTube today, but I've never actually peeked out what happened. Is anybody else on the line? Would they like to comment on what they think about that? Before I give uh, my comment. Nobody's on the line. It's just me and you right now, but I got, it's a bunch of live people, though. They're looking at me, and I'm looking well, at them, too. When, when I first heard of it, I thought it was a little, like, you know, somewhat a little racist, but then after I heard all the facts, uh, all they said was they was kind of, you know, they was getting crowded, and they were just sitting there and wasn't buying nothing. So they said, you know, uh, if you're going to sit there, at least buy something, which is just being courteous. You know, some people would just get up and buy a bottle of water and sit back, you know, and sit down. You know, I've, I've, I've obliged your demands, and now let me sit there and, and have my little meeting or look at my free uh, Internet, you know what I'm saying, whatever I'm doing. And uh, instead, they just said, no, we ain't buying nothing, no, we ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So technically, that was trespassing at that moment. Because then they asked them to leave, and they didn't want to leave, so they called the police. So they took it as being racist, but it wasn't. It, 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 racism, racism would have been, just get out of my store because you're black. But no, they said, look, buy something. You know what I'm saying? You know, let a pair of customers sit down, in other words. And I don't see a big old deal uh, with that demand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a true. I didn't know that, and that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of situations, and I'm just gonna be real. Sometimes we put ourselves in. You know what I'm saying? We can we cannot put ourselves in those type of, and that exactly is the propaganda part. Some of us come with now. And that's propaganda. You know, I mean, this is a free country, and this is a place of of freedom where you can go and come when you want to. But it also come a line of respect too. You know, it's like being, a, if you see an older person, you know, I'm just saying, if you're on the bus and you sit in a senior citizen area and you see this older person coming on the bus and you know you got to get up, I mean, a lot of, get up and just give up the seat. Why should that person have to look at you or say, can you please give me this seat? You should you should already just, just, just get up and just give it up, period. But a lot of people don't think like that, man. You know what I mean? It's like I tell, sometimes I tell, when I talk to those youths, you have to tell them, you know, a lot of people don't, don't understand rules and regulations, and, and sometimes you have to tell them that, you know, every hamburger stand that you go into 
has a different type of line and a different protocol. Wendy's is different from Carl's Jr., Carl's Jr., different from Rallies, Rallies different from McDonald's. Everybody have a certain way you can order. Jack in the Box is different. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is the way they do it is different. And it's just like life everywhere you go. I mean, Bonds is different from Ralph's entrance. And you know what I'm saying? Superior is different from Food for Less. You know what I'm saying? You got the yeah, they gonna bag up your clothes at Ralph's, but you got the bag of your own clothes. You know, and they gonna bag up your food at Ralph's, but you got the bag of your food at at at, at Food for Less. You know what I'm saying? So it's just understanding the transformation of uh, of dealing with rules. Now I think a lot of people have a problem with this dealing with rules. Just dealing with the rules, basically. You know what I mean? So, um, man, I wasn't going to go long tonight, bro. You know what I mean? I'm actually just going to just, me, myself, just, uh, if you don't have nothing else to talk about, bro, I'm going to uh, cut my show short tonight. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I see people tuning in, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to cut it short because I got things to do. And I can do that. But uh, like I said, it's not the politics. It's T25Step.com. You got to talk radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, we're sitting on a couple of subjects tonight, just in and out. Like I said, it's open forum. Um, somebody wants hey. to call in. Hi, what's up? Yeah, I also, also want to say, man, you know, it's, it's a lot of job opportunities opening up everywhere, man. Uh, this, the... the the um, what you call it, the shipyard down there hiring, uh, uh, the Amazon hiring, uh, because they got a new company, uh, you know, the Ubers and everybody, Uber Flex, even if you ain't got a, a, a fancy car, you can do Uber Eats. Uh, there's a lot of uh, different opportunities starting to um, arise for us to work out of that. The railroad tracks is hiring, uh, the train station is hiring, what I heard, and uh, Metro, so you know. Like I said, man, the game banging is, is it's like it's coming to an end, you know. It's like you're gonna you're you're gonna run into a brick wall sooner or later. You know, it's like it's nowhere to go with all this violence and I wanna kill you because you're wearing this or because of that and you know, and then they got the gay agenda uh uh attacking our youth and all these rappers wearing women clothes now. And we think it's some of them rappers are gay, but a lot of them rappers are not. They wearing women clothes because they're being paid to. You know, if I somebody tell me, hey, I'm I'm a designer, and uh, I'll pay you a million dollars to wear my clothes on your next video, or 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 to wear or for seven tour concerts, if you wear my clothes, I'll give you two million dollars. The average person gonna say, hell yeah. And then when they go in the dressing room and they number one women clothes, you know. So you know, so by them doing that, so by them doing that. And they're getting like you said, like a P Diddy, and come out with a with a dress on. You feel what I'm saying? They come out with that type of Scottish men dress outfit, right. which in right. Scotland that's what they wear. They wear that, right. and they get what they stuff. It ain't like you just gonna call them that. You can't call no Scottish man with a skirt on that's playing them pipes. Samoa, Samoa, do too, and uh, actually, actually, Egyptians did too. That's where they got it from. Yeah, so but, it's like you're not gonna call one of those Scottish men or those one of those Irish men. I'm just saying, gay. You're not gonna do that right. because way before all that was like that. That's what this culture wore. That's what these guys wore, and they wore these but, dresses 
They wore that shit. They wore right. that stuff with dignity. You get what I'm saying? And pride. Right. They even fought in war with them things on. Because right now, if you're dressed in feminine, walking down the street, gangbangers won't mess with you. And nine times out of time, the police ain't going to mess with you. But if you walk down the street with your chest out, looking like you can uh, 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 catch a woman and look like you got skills and you can fight, if you look like you're a man, they, they would rather gun you down. They're, either the gangbangers going to get on you or the police going to get on you. But if you're looking gay and sweet, gangbangers don't even want to touch you. Uh, you know, they don't, they, they don't even want to fight a gay because they don't want to touch them. Right. <laughs> Unless they, if they get themselves, but if they is, they don't want to beat you up anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the only people be able to walk well, around now are the ones gay. Well, now, let, so, let's get it straight, everybody. I'm not being, we just sit up here speaking. You know, I got friends that's, you know, that type of way. I, I can't hate on family members and all that type of stuff. He's not sitting here. Uh, we're just speaking on facts and reasons on Compton politics. Uh, and we're just keeping it 1,000 with everybody. You feel me? Um, you know, it's just real what he's talking about. You know, like I said, a Scottish man and an Irish man used to wear those, you know, even in the English, England men, English men, you know, the soldiers, you know, with the skirts and stuff. So it's like, when did it change? Why is it now? Got a brother wear this on stage, like you say, for uh, um, for two million dollars to, to wear somebody to, to wear somebody designer clothes, and they get two million dollars to wear this. Are they selling they soul? Are they you know gay? Are they what? Are they representing just how to make well, money? Making money moves. What is it? Is it making right. money moves? It's a definite money move, but it's also selling your soul and your creativity because, hello? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're selling your original creativity because if, if it was up to you, you wouldn't have picked that stuff. But since you're being paid to pick that stuff, now it becomes your creativity, and when people see you wearing it, it becomes a trend, and to them you started it, but they don't know you were paid to wear it. Right. You know, that's kind of like that my homeboy had. On my show, he the one started actually the skinny jean uh, epidemic. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if he was on that night where I actually had to kick him off my show because he was so disrespectful. I think that was, yeah. You know, him. He the one actually started the the straight leg trend, and he told us you can go. We can go back and listen to that interview, and he was telling us on how they started the straight the, the skinny jean. You know, people sit back in our communities and they can figure out what needs to be placed in our communities to change the trends of stuff. And this guy was actually one of those guys that actually created the skinny straight leg pants era. And that's why we have these skinny leg jeans right now because of some certain type of crowds of people that comes around and they have these notebook pads, and you think they're some old people with pens and papers, and they stand around for a long time, and they watch our street corners, and they're taking notes from all over all, all communities. They're doing this in all communities because how can they change the look of a community if they don't have any type of architect or, uh, architects or architect designer uh, field people to look at the dynamics on how to change the culture? You get what I'm saying? Just like Joe was just speaking about, uh, you cannot commit a crime no more. You cannot commit no more crimes because 
It's cameras on every corner. It's cameras in the stores, the apartments. Uh, everywhere you go, they can go backtrack and record every street corner, every liquor store, every target, and re- and replay all this footage and capture and capture your butt. The good people and the bad people. So you're not going to never get away. And this is what he actually was speaking about that. There's so many cameras out here. I mean, somebody can break in your house, and you can look at the back of your house and see, ask your neighbor and say, let me get the footage off your camera, and they write down. You, you get what I'm saying? Because and, look, and, I, and I'm just talking about the street-level cameras, right, how they solving crimes. Now, whether satellites exist or not, because there's a big controversy about it, but uh, I went to uh, telecommunications school back in 91 and 92. Matter of fact, 91, 92, 93, I took several different classes in different areas of uh, telecommunication. And one of the very first things they showed, they taught us was they tell you about the, the beginning and how stuff, you know, telecommunication started and how it, it advances to today. And one of the first things they said was that the satellite that's up there has been recording everything going on down here since uh, the 50s. Like, like well, this was in 91. He said it for the last 50 years. Now it's in 91. And he said, technically, they can just go to that coordinates, to that location, to that time, and, and put, rewind it to, to, that, to that location, and then watch you come out the bank, uh, follow you where you're going, and, 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 and just, just backpack and get you. That's why they don't dig up everybody's backyard. They only dig up certain people's backyard, and when they do, nine times out of ten, they find something. That's because they don't look at the uh, uh, video tape from the satellite and watch you dig something and put it in there. And so the CIA or the FBI agent, he come and give it the information to the detective with pictures and all. Talking about, yeah, um, dig up in this area somewhere. Uh, this is the person, and he got, he got all the photos of the place and everything. And then they go and and uh, go dig it up and find something. They act like they just just so happened had a hunch. In reality, they knew they they watch what you did. Right, right, right. So so it's going to even go get more deeper and deeper and deeper. Uh, with these street cameras, I mean, it's going to be to the point to where I think they're going to start hiring robot police. Oh, that's you know coming. Oh, hey, yeah. I'm in another five years, we're going to be patrolled by fucking, I mean, oops, excuse me, by robots. We're hey, the Terminator movie is real. <laughs> the Terminator movie is real. We're going to be having robots controlling traffic. Because if you go down to if you go down to California Hospital's parking lot, you're gonna see an R two D two parking lot attendant out there that's smashing. You that little robot is not letting you get away with nothing. You ain't gonna go over the line. You're not gonna park without paying, man. That little robot look like a big. It's about five foot, four foot high, and that thing is fast. It, man, that thing is a cold little robot, and it controls the parking lot at California Hospital. Look, look up, look up uh, California Security Road. I mean, I don't know what you call it, but it's wicked. It's wicked. And have, you ever seen, have, you seen, have you seen the new surfboards? Have you seen the new water uh, jet skis? OMG. We are so far behind. They're not even surfing no more. They are actually gliding in the water now. 
You know what I'm saying? And the the military have been using tiny robots and drones for a minute now, and they have been using them in war. They, they now have some little tiny robots that's no bigger than a centimeter, and it can, it can move. It, can fl- it flips over as it moves, and then it can go in the water, and it can swim in the water. It can come back up. It can listen to the vice of the camera. It, it, it can do all kind of stuff. I'm like, wow. There's no bigger than a centimeter. Yeah, they got some stuff out there for us. But, you know, we all got to wake up and educate each other when we get that information, though. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't want to share information to nobody. You know what I mean? Just like they don't want to share blessings to people. A lot of people get blessings, they don't want to share it. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, this country of policy is the result of Elvis Murphy. We live, you know, like I say, on T25CL, go to T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Uh, that's our website with this content politics. We have 24-hour radio, play, independent music, real radio play for real artists all over the world. Get the app on your phone. Seriously, go check it out. Just hear what I'm saying. Just go check out the app, T2525. T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Check it out. Get the app. Listen to the music 24 hours. Forget about KJLH. Forget about Power 106. Forget about Pandora and Spotify and all that. Go to T25CL.com. Get the app on your phone. Check us out. You can listen to my shows. Go back and listen to all my other recordings and stuff. Check out your boy every Monday, 730 Pacific Coast time. You know what I'm saying? So what's up, Denise? I see you over there. I see I'd like to just give shout-outs to everybody. Debbie Jones, Mildred. Oh, man, I, I'm loving this. Kiwi. What is this? Kiwi. Kiwi. Cody. What's up, Cody? I'm checking you out. What's up, Rampage? Flipmo Squad. Rampage. The rapper. The legend. He's in on, y'all. I'm telling you, I got people from all over the world tuning in on company politics. I'm about to get Rampage on my show, find out what he got going on. Uh, in these new ages, in these new days. Dude is a hot artist. Y'all remember Rampage from Flipmo Squad? You feel what I'm saying? Buster Ryan, he was from the Buster Ryan crew. You feel me? He's still out there doing big things out there in Phoenix. Man, you know, and I'm proud of that brother because he's been in the game for a long time. He done made platinum hits. He done did that. He's been there. He's done that. See Janice on the line. What's up, Janice Richardson? That's my home girl from Wyoming. Don't you know me? My boy Joe on the line. Who else? Lovely Barrett. Joe is on the line. Uh, I'm just just give a shout out to everybody. But I want to thank you, Joe, for tuning in, bro. You hear me, Joe? I guess Joe done left. That's cool. You know, sometimes you got, what's up, cousin? What's up, T.I. Washington Grant? I'm checking you out. Good looking out for tuning in to Compton Politics tonight. Uh, my show is going to be short tonight because, you know, I just did things on the top of my head. Sometimes I don't have a guest. Sometimes I just like to talk, just, you know, just go with the flow and find out new information. So, you know, I figured somebody want to call in or something. I might want to talk about something which you didn't hear, which you know. 
Uh, yeah, we're doing big things. We're making money moves. <laughs> yeah, we're making money moves. Though. There's money moves to be made out here in the West Coast in California, you know. Um, you guys just, just know who to deal with out here. Who is that? So what you talking about today, I don't know, cousin. I'm talking about whatever. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's Compton Politics, TT5CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Monday Night Compton Politics Live on Facebook Live. I'm on, what else? Instagram Live, uh, some other stuff live. I just throw it up on media. I don't care. It's more a little, I have a little bit more fun doing this than just the radio. You know, I'm actually being recorded live, you know what I'm saying? So you can go back and listen to you just recording. So if you did call in, you'll be able to hear your voice on the radio on T25. So, hey, Joe, you still there? Are you gone? No, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Hey, man, I'm going to head on out, man. I'm going to go ahead and cut it short. Next week, I got this surprise guest next week. Uh, I'm going to blow everybody's socks off next week. But, you know, I think this is my 206th show. My 206th show. So I think I'm doing pretty damn good, bro. You know, 206 shows consistently in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'll actually be receiving another award on Sunday. Uh Yeah. Really, I'll be getting another award Sunday. Oh, and my cousin just did a song with Fred Hammond. Make sure they get a glory to God with Fred Hammond. Glory to God with Fred Hammond. My cousin, MC Nice, he just recorded a single with Fred Hammond. His name is MC Nice. He just recorded the song called Glory to God with Fred Hammond. You feel me? Go order. It's online. MC Nice. Check it out. Gospel. Banging. I'm trying to get him to come out here and perform for some of us out here in California. You know what I mean? So look out for him. MC Nice. He's smashing in the gospel. He's been on the top ten on the billboards right now as far as gospel. He's pushing. Check him out. MC Nice. Live. Check him out with Fred Hammond. Got a single out with him. So look it up, y'all. Fred Hammond with MC Nice. Glory to God with Fred Hammond, MC Nice docile rapper. You feel me? Check it out. Really. I think you're on iTunes, Spotify. Um, you know, check my cousin out, though. I'll probably get him on the show, too, next week. I'll probably see if I can get him on my show. You know what I mean? So we can talk about what he got going on, too. If anybody out there trying to get on the show, let me know. All right? I'm down. I'm gone. Five, four, three, two, one. Compton Politics. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.